This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was supermarkets. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And folks, it is episode 258, and we started off dramatic last episode. We started out forlorn. Yes, we Uh, were forlorn and downtrodden. Whoa, whoa, was us. Whoa, was us indeed. Oh, yeah. Yes. And not the Joey Lawrence, whoa, <laughs> right. from Blossom, which whoa everyone is knows me. that topical right. reference. Whoa, was us. We had some legal woes. Yes. We had to take down some music. <laughs> yeah. But, folks, good news. Adam has some big news. Adam, would you like to share it? I would, Billy. And thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, I. Am as people who listen to the podcast know, I'm a bit of a late Johnny come way lately to technology technology in general, technological and advances. Sometimes John, and sometimes Johnny come never. Johnny never never shows up. Johnny never shows up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. way there's waves of tech that I just miss entirely. Sure. Um uh, I never owned a Sega CD. You know what I mean? So uh, I- <laughs> <laughs> a Blossom reference and a Sega CD. We are off to a very topical start. Children of the 90s, indeed. Um, but I know, Billy, uh, you know, dis- Discord. Uh, let me cut to the chase. I am now on Discord. Uh, and I have the Discord, folks. Which- I've had to be yeah. the proxy between the conversations happening there and letting the best ones show up for Adam yes. and telling him about them. But Adam the- – so you, what made you what made you take the big step? Was it hashtag Nolanda? Honestly, it was quite literally hashtag Nolanda. Billy, you were texting me privately. You were saying we're getting a lot of Nolanda responses. I'm loving it. And I just said, what am I doing? It's just like, why do I need to be? It's as though there was a huge house party going on and I'm outside mm-hmm. of the door listening. Right. And, and Billy is shouting to me through the door who's at the party and what fun is being had. Well said, dude. <laughs> Open the front door, Open the folks. front door. Join Open the, the no joke door. discord. <laughs> the only thing that is stopping me was general vague technophobia the sort of cranky old manness of like i know i gotta get another app on my phone and another password and another login and it's like dad little these little things they get in my way i'm i'm a dad in that way i'm like an old man in that way but man i ripped the band-aid off i opened that front door i feel like i am at the party and i just want to say first of all i owe you billy an apology because that is true emotional labor that i was essentially forcing you into like all like without even asking i mean just the you know, emotional labor is sort of like a, a, a kind of a million dollar phrase at the time, but it is true. It's like you had, you were having, doing the labor of filtering all the Discord chat, letting me know what was being said. That is labor that you did not ask to do. And that I was well, essentially this, by my uh, absence and by my negligence forcing you to do. <laughs> no, no, but here's the thing, and kudos to everybody in the Discord community. It's not labor. It's so funny. It's and amazing. Fun. It's just a running conversation about the podcast and the people who love it. And it, it's, it's, it's very great. It is really outstanding. And uh, I – so I just want to say to the entire No Joke Nation and to Vine Discord community, here I am. I'm so thrilled to be here at the party. There's a lot yes. of amazing – a lot of amazing discourse going down on the Discord. Uh, wow. Old, ep- references to old episodes, uh, just some amazing chatter, and uh, I'm here, and I'm living for it, and I'm loving it. I'm here at the party. Does anyone want a drink? I'm here. I have a question. 
Did yes. you snag the handle, Adam Lustig? <laughs> no, this is pathetic. No way. So, oh my God. Hold on. You're <laughs> no. not Adam Lustig. Did you have to come up with like a a, a name? Did I, you I, have to come up with a name? This is lame. Don't this answer is... what it is because I I want to live in this for a second. Okay. Did you have to come up with like a screen name? I, I well of course I natural of course obviously did have to come up with a screen name, but I did not for whatever reason I didn't. Do I, I have a lot of tech hangups? I didn't do Adam Lustig. I don't, <laughs> don't I, say. I don't. <laughs> I have a lot of tech hangups. I didn't do Adam Lustig, and to this day, to this moment, I could not tell you why. Uh, I, Was there a section where they were like, put in your ideal screen name? They, they were like, you need to invent, you need to like create it like a like a username, a handle. Basically. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, a handle. So, right. so and you it, didn't instinctively go to Adam Lustig. I'm no. sorry, it's just so funny. Did you go to like hockey fan eighty <laughs> eight? Well, my first entity was like, should I be? Should I have some like weird anonymous like rando handle oh, along the wow. lines of you hockey eighty eight? You wanted your public account <laughs> to be a burner account as well. <laughs> so like this this was what was going through my head. And granted, this is all happening at approximately one a. Uh, last night. So this is all wow. pretty – couldn't really sleep. My mind was racing Adam, for whatever reason. I was like, I got to hop on the Discord for once in my I life. I got to get on the Discord. I got to create a username that is yeah. not my name. That is not my name. So uh, the, the name that I submitted was just simply – Oh, God. <laughs> Simply, oh, wait, this is, wait, this is, wait, this wait, is not the payoff that I think that you're maybe okay. This. I so, think any payoff will pay off right now. <laughs> so uh, I first I tried just simply Adam. ATAM. Oh, he wanted to be first of the name, I first of his kind. First of Much my like kind. Amir is Amir on Instagram. He is the Amir on Instagram. You wanted to be Adam, exactly right on Discord. I wow. kind of wanted to sort of like have that the simple, like the simple kind of the, the simplicity. Oprah. The Oprah Adam. share exactly Adam. Rihanna. Rihanna, Oprah, exactly. Adam, share, <laughs> Rihanna, Adam, exactly. Oprah, <laughs> exactly. So, right. um, and obviously, like, uh, I mean, they did. The you know, the app was like they didn't say obviously, but the obviously was implied. It was like, of course, you can't have that name. There's a zillion of those already, and I was like, okay, you think you're the first Adam? <laughs> yeah, literally, exactly. Right. Uh, so my handle is a dot d dot a dot m dot. <laughs> wow, that's actually like kind of cool. cool. Kinda Notorious cool, right? B.I.G., Notorious A.D.A.M. Exactly. Um, wow. Adam, I got to say, that's actually way more bold than I think you would have ever gone. That's what? like a big, bold swing. In terms of the screen name, you mean? In terms of the username? I mean, of like the design, like putting dots between <laughs> your letters is just like, I feel like you're like bleaching your hair blonde or something. It's just like a, whoa, look at this swing. It is a little bit of like a re- like, like a cosmetic rebrand. You're totally right. Definitely. It is. It absolutely is equivalent to a bleach blonde. It's just like, am I having a midlife <laughs> tech crisis? And now all of a sudden I'm like <laughs> full of dots. Like all of a sudden I'm a cool dot guy. Like I'm not even. But Right. Uh, it kind of feels like in the same family as capital A, lowercase d capital a lowercase m like it's like steampunk or something like some sort of like punk font yeah i'm totally punk like this is my new person this is my new online persona i'm fully Mm -hmm. punk like yes adam is punk adam on discord specifically you see adam in the street he's gonna be wearing a cardigan and a t-shirt full of just joy you see adam on discord He's straight punk rock. Oh, I love Morrissey or whatever. Yes, um, sure. So- <laughs> That's a good start. Sure, sold them. Um, but sold really, them. it is like really overwhelming and really cool to. I mean, obviously, talk about Johnny Come Lately. This is what you've been saying for a year. But like, this mm-hmm. is where the, this is where the chatter is at. 
Discord is where the chatter's at, and now I'm Discord's here. Discord's where the chatter's at. Yeah. It feels like the Nojo Call of Fame has like really calcified and taken shape there. It's incredible. Um, one thing that's happening on the Discord, and then we'll get on to today's topic. Yes. Um, it relates to last week's episode and the week before. On the Ice episode, you pitched a device that would be a giant sphere yep. that would um, deliver a cube. You'd spin it, and a cube would come out, and you <laughs> yes. used Yolanda Vega. Yep. Um, local New York lotto correspondent, Yolanda Vega. <laughs> lotto correspondent. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Uh, you dropped her name yeah. uh, so that everyone would know what you were talking about. <laughs> then the episode that followed, we said, did you actually know? We posed this out to the listeners. Did you know who Yolanda Vega was? Please answer with yes, Londa, or hashtag no Londa. <laughs> no Londa. This all comes back to Discord now because... This week, it's been so funny, people just chatting about the episode or whatever, but saying like, hey, it's me, hashtag Nolanda, here's some thoughts I have for the act breaks. <laughs> like, hashtag Nolanda was slipping in willy-nilly left and right, Casual. and it was killing me. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I, I don't think, and in my cursory sort of Discord scroll, have we had even one single yes, Londa? I believe it's been exclusively and unanimously Nolanda's. I yes, believe. I think that we got a text message, essentially uh, the spirit of Yaslanda from Nick Bernstein because he liked your idea. <laughs> that's right, and he that's didn't right. actually put in print form, hashtag Yaslanda. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we would love to have Yolanda on the podcast. Yolanda, if you're listening, um, we're mm -hmm. Billy and I are mm -hmm. both huge fans. Um, huge. And we're just enormous fans of what you do. And if, if you had any insight or input as to how we can improve this ice idea, considering you are the master of, of the lotto ball, um, please, yes. please let us know. Despite the overwhelming Nolandas, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Adam, also in the ICE episode, we talked about a very specific place place in the supermarket. Uh, the log section, yes. the ICE section, yes. the red box section. Miscellaneous. All designed, yeah. all designed for you to pick it up and leave with it. Correct. Right by the exit door. Correct. Adam, we decided why focus all of our attention on that one section Correct. when we can zoom out and dedicate an episode, or at least try, to the entire supermarkets let's experience let's tackle the whole market let's do the whole thing soup to nuts kit and caboodle all of it mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> um tough year for supermarkets Whew, i'll tell you man i'll tell you tough year although i mean of course for sure for sure for sure um right yeah good year for supermarkets online user experiences mm. as we talked about in the bj's versus costco episode i feel like we are living in a world of like i mean once every 10 days or two weeks maggie and i are battling with the vons online shopping experience with the sprouts online shopping thing like but the the, the grocery store dynamic has certainly changed in the past year i think the so you are are you exclusively uh, going online for your shopping experience? For the yeah, we have been. We were going mm -hmm. to Trader Joe's. There was like during this over the summer, we were still going to Trader Joe's. Then when mm -hmm. like COVID started like spiking again in the fall, we backed off and we really haven't yep. been going into grocery. I haven't been to a grocery store in months and months and months. So we Do you think that you will have uh like turned a switch where now even when everyone's vaccinated and we've moved forward, will you just do it this way? Has convenience taken over? I have to tell you, and I have to be honest, uh, well, Maggie sort of in our household kind of spears had the grocery acquisition, and her experience is that it is not convenient, not more convenient, mm. mainly mm. because, I mean, I think supermarkets and like getting your groceries online is like at the crux of like what is 
good and bad about online shopping. It's just like groceries and food, especially with produce. It's like mm-hmm. you gotta, you kind of gotta get your hands on it. Like you, you kinda, gotta get in there. You gotta get in there and like allow right. some Instacart gig worker to do it mm. for you is just like yeah. you're missing a, a, a critical and visceral part of the grocery food acquisition experience that is like a little bit critical, I think. So right, if you're going to adopt a pet, you probably want to go to the pet store or breeder, look at a couple, and say. That's the one I want. Great Same analogy. rule should apply to kale. Exactly. Exactly. Kales are like cats in that way. Is that you need right. to get your hands on them. Uh, and need to and truth be hands. told, if I was the Instacart worker, I wouldn't – I'd put in the effort. I would try and find good-looking and fresh fruit, but I wouldn't probably be going for like looking for the best mango in the bunch. At I, some point, this is the third time I'm grabbing a mango exactly. for somebody, Ex- and so you're getting the best mango I could find. Oh, please. Uh, uh, amen to that. A- exactly. Like well, well, well said. It's like I don't the, – the burden of like – of produce uh, like prod, like quality sifting is like falling on the shoulders of these like Instacart folks. And like, yeah, like to your point, like they're doing this all day. I'm not trying to get in and out, try to drop off right. Maggie and at these strangers' groceries at their house. I don't care right. about them. I'm just trying to get in and out. So like well, I, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. But um, – I get, I, I'm confessional. I've been going to the market. Nice, I've Bill. still been, despite it all, uh, fully masked up, but doing like a 40-minute limit max Great. in the market. But one thing I'll say, when I do go to the market and I know that there's been cases and outbreaks before, I go in with like such a hold your breath and like grab everything and yes. leave type energy. And then you see everyone working there who's like – Doing their thing, you know, smile on their face, yes. or at least you could see like good energy and just like you're putting in an eight hour shift. I like know. I you know, like I me and my forty minutes or thirty minutes are like nothing in comparison to you. Like, I know. You've it's kind of like when you get on an airplane and if you have any sort of anxiety about flying, you see the flight attendants and you're like, they seem pretty relaxed. Okay. <laughs> I, I, this is gonna be better. I'm gonna take my emotional cue from the person who's here all day. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, My aunt Ronnie uh, has been working. I think she stopped sort of. I don't know, man. This pandemic's been going for a while. Maybe chapter three of quarantine, like Mm -hmm. way back. Um, But -hmm. she was working at a Publix supermarket in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. um, And she was uh, she was like an employee there. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, she had mixed feelings about it, the safety of it all and and whatever. I think that she has since stopped stopped working there um, just for yeah. safe, safety's sake. Uh, but I do think – and this is something that we've talked about before. I do think one of the things that will linger – I mean I can't imagine that there's going to be supermarkets without just like full sneeze guard plexiglass in front of mm. every register. I mean that seems like it will probably be here to stay. But once – but I can't – I'm excited. I'm actually excited to get back to a grocery store to go into a Trader Joe's. So you go into – where do you go? Whole Foods? The Whole Foods in Silver Lake? Um, I'll usually go. It's it's usually grocery specific, but I say we actually get into yeah. the specificity of the uh, supermarket experience, Great. the lanes. Like Great. you said, let's get our hands dirty. Let's get them dirty with the, super- <laughs> the supermarket experience. But okay, first, right. Adam, we have a big problem oh ahead of us. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> Folks, if you think we spent the past week solving the act break issue, you don't know our woe, <laughs> our woe. We did not. No. Woe remains uh, – woe is still us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say maybe we play <clears throat> the Joey Lawrence woe from Blossom, <laughs> but I'm certain NBC Universal owns that. And the last thing we need is more lawyers 
down our ass. Uh, down, down, up, or sideways in our ass. No doubt hey, about that. We need that. no lawyers anywhere near the ass. No, right now. get out of here, lawyers. Um, mm-hmm. So I think now here's. I'm just riffing here, Bill. Riff, uh, dog. We're, we're talking about supermarkets. We're talking about royalty-free music. Supermarkets yeah. are famous for their Muzak versions of songs. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is the lifeblood of a supermarket are mm. the Muzak fake off-brand versions of pop songs. Do you think that we mm. can play Muzak? Feels like we're flying too close to the sun <laughs> with the cover element. Yeah. I think we could probably play Muzak original. I think we could play like... 15 seconds, no more, no less, uh, because original. we really don't need, like, 30 to 45 to, like, two <laughs> minutes of Muzak. It's not even music. Zach. It's Zach. It's, yeah. All right, so you're getting 15 <laughs> seconds of a Zach attack, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We're talking about supermarkets, and in that vein, that was 15 seconds of original music. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question and a confession. I've been yeah. confessing a lot. I've Confess. already confessed that I've gone to a few supermarkets. Keep them um, coming. Yeah. So another confession is I okay. don't know exactly about the Zach. <laughs> so – we haven't picked the song yet that you just heard. We don't know what we're going to actually be listening to. But, right. Adam, my question is, is there actually original Muzak or is Muzak <laughs> exclusively, exclusively cover songs in this, like, Zach attack way? It's true. It's like, is – this is – I just want to say I do not know. But you bring up a good oh, point. No. It's like the mm-hmm. fact that it is a – is the defi- – is what makes music – is what makes Zick Zach the fact yeah. that it is a cover of other – of actual Zick. And it's the Does cover. it want to be Zick? Does Muzak want to be Zick? Who made it Muzak? Is it like missing like one sort of like specific detail that's like, no, that makes it music? Or does it have an extra detail that it's like, that's beyond music? That's the Zack. <laughs> to me, I think what makes it Zack is that it's is that if you hear it at a grocery store, that's Zach. If you hear it out in mm, <laughs> site-specific. Context. Context. Yeah, exactly. I think it might be a context. Site-specific. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I wonder. I don't know. Hmm. If anyone is – if we have any Zach experts, if anyone can talk about the Zach experience or if they've created their own Zach – Email nojokepod at gmail.com. You could tweet at us uh, at nojokepod. But uh, yeah, teach us about the Zach. Let us know what, what we're getting into here with the Muzak. Yeah, it's a, it's a right. good question. I hear like MIDI. Remember like MIDI music? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, sure. Like Nintendo game type music. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious what uh, what comes back here about uh, some, some Muzak intel because maybe we actually won't be able to play Muzak on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to worry that that was a very disastrous idea but we'll circle back on the zach circle back adam. on the zach yeah we'll circle back on that zach yep. adam let's go into the grocery store do you have a favorite aisle <sighs> i mean obviously not obviously i shouldn't say obviously but i i feel like one's favorite grocery store aisle ch- uh, matures and evolves as as one do- as one does wow great um, answer i feel like um and I just want to quote our dear friend and former guest on the podcast, Farron Einhorn, who speaks a lot about going to grocery stores when she was a kid with her family and her and her brother would go right for the greeting card aisle. 
right away. That is so weird. <laughs> Go right to the greedy card aisle, start reading those jokes. And like that would oh. walk. And while her parents were shopping for groceries, like her and Trevor would just like park in the greedy card aisle, and that was their grocery store experience when okay, they were yeah. kids. Me and my sister might have done that with magazines at some point in our lives. Exactly. So like that's what I was going to say. Like when I was a kid, I was all about the magazines. I just wondered whatever sp- version of SI for kids or Sports Illustrated or if they had like oh, if there was a weird Sports Illustrated like Michael Jordan commemorative magazine that I could sp- – because like, yeah. I could right. e- easily, easily fill the entire hour of grocery store shopping with looking at one of those magazines. So like I feel like that was my first favorite aisle for sure, just like okay. yours, I'm not sure. Not to sidetrack, not to sidetrack, but do those – do grocery stores still have magazines? I think that they – What's up with the zines? Yeah, what's up with the zines? I mean, I think that they absolutely do. Um, maybe, really? Okay. Maybe not Trader Joe's because Trader Joe's, as we all know, is like its own thing. No, not Trader Joe's. But like I know when we're getting zines at the register. But is there still like a half aisle dedicated to like magazines? I, I would love to think so. I would hate to think that that's been abolished. Um, okay. To me, like that just added, you know, just a literary flair to your zucchini. Yeah, to your zucchini exactly. hunt. Yeah. <laughs> you just got a zucchini. Like read an Us Weekly. Like like. <laughs> Thumb through in Us Weekly. You just got your zucchini. Nothing pairs better with zucchini than Us Weekly. Um, That's right. <laughs> so uh, absolutely. So I think that – I mean I'm, I'm like I'm thinking about the Gelsons and Los Feliz. I'm thinking about uh, – You got your like can aisle. You've got your produce aisle that has the sprays. You have the bread aisle. You have the cereal aisle. You you know, does it do any of these – it's like as a grown man right here right now. Yeah. You slow the cart down just a little bit. You take your time with it. Uh, I mean, the dry goods aisle, the cereal, I'm still, I'm not too, never, ever, ever too old to just, like, look at the new cereals. And, like, mm-hmm. the, so, mm-hmm. like, there's that junk food aisle that always calls my name. That's, like, the yeah, cereals. Yeah, that the, cookie yeah, aisle. Yeah, the cookie, of course. Different. Um, it hits big time different because, like, yes. uh, and to be honest with you, and here's how I've matured as a man. As a child, oh. I would go to the cookie oh. aisle and gawk and ogle the cookies. Now, as an adult man and as a father, I go to the mm. cookie aisle and I admire and I ogle the crackers. So different, slightly Stop different. Stop it. So I'm looking at what's the new cheese it. I'm looking at what's you, the new Triscuit. Yeah. Wait, you admire crackers? Yeah. You're looking for the new one. Are we talking like flavors? I don't I don't really register you as like a cracker guy. Love crackers. I could do a bag of oyster crackers right now, no problem. No soup needed. I would absolutely don't, I don't you were <laughs> you were revved up, Adam. Adam, I have played sports with you for ten years. Yeah. And I honestly don't know if I've ever heard you as revved up. <laughs> Even at, like, game point or before a big game or a big show. I don't know if I've ever heard you as revved up as you saying that you could eat a bag of oyster crackers no soup right needed. here, right now. No soup needed. It's yeah. like it's fourth and one. The ball's at the goal line. Yeah. We're in a huddle. And, like, the most unexpected guy drops, like, the biggest bomb when he just looks around and he says, I got no soup no- needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, Stud. oh my God. I mean, hey. So you're a cracker guy. At this point in my life, uh, yeah, that's where my kind of interest, my natural inclination is in that dry goods snack aisle. Um, I'll tell you that in that same exact aisle, and this is just a, a dork confession. Yes. If I see, there are a few things that make me as happy over the course of the week that when I go to the supermarket and in the cookie aisle, I see double stuffed Oreos like a dollar off. Oh, that's sick. Just the dollar off is like, 
you guys, I was going to get it at any price. It feels like it's just like, <laughs> you guys don't understand. I'm getting a free dollar for this. Yeah, exactly. You're paying me a dollar. Yeah. I would have paid, I would have given my, uh, I would have, uh, yeah, exactly. There's no price too high for double stuff. Yeah. Um, right. What What are you, how do you feel now as an adult walking into the grocery store aisle? Do you have a, since you've been going to the grocery store more recently, do you have, um, like, uh, do you have a, a, what am I trying to say, a routine, a ritual? You get produce first, you make your way through so the dry I've been goods? Doing it for, yes, so I've been doing it for Marina and I. I just kind of have taken on this responsibility. Great. There's some consistency to it. And oh. within that consistency is that Marina makes the list. And within the consistency of the list is that Marina knows a lot of foods and spices that I don't know. That's for, that's, I can attest to that. Yes, that is true. And when you're trying to go in and out of the supermarket at light speed, but yeah. you're trying to learn what a jackfruit is, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> you're I'm... Googling jackfruit. You're Googling the difference between parsley and uh, I don't know. Like there's just like so many greens that I don't know. Yes. And so that has been one new challenge is someone else's shopping list. Yeah, yeah. You're both acquiring the food and learning about food at the same time on the fly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a lot. That's a lot. She cooks with a lot of like – foreign ingredients that I'm not familiar with. And so when I'm trying to get in and out, that has been a newfound challenge for you, boy. I can I can imagine that. Um, it, it, how much kind of wiggle room or – so Marina makes the list. Um, we've yeah. talked about this uh, a lot on the podcast. Marina is like truly a master chef. is like a bit of a culinary wizard. So like – so um, how much sort of creative license do you, Billy, as the as the shopper have? Mm. If mm. Uh, if Marina says, "Can I have like some chicken bouillon?" Are you Billy allowed to sort of like put your own spin on it and get a beef bouillon, for example? Like, are you mm. able to? Uh, what sort of co-writing bouillon scafuri? Right, <laughs> bouillon scafuri. Correct. I love that. Bu- I love that you went with a bouillon. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love that in this theoretical, Marina needs a bullion. (laughs) Bullion. I'm not saying bullion. I'm saying bullion sub one time a year. I'm saying it like three times every five years, the word bullion. (laughs) Like a chicken spice cube? A chicken spice cube. I feel like there's also like a bouillon that comes in paste form, but I have and also – There's also like – yeah, what kind of – I guess there's a variety of bouillons. There's also like a gold bouillon. <laughs> Isn't a bouillon of gold like a like – a, like a you get riches? A bouillon? <laughs> is a bouillon also – is that a, a fiscal measurement as well? Not, oh, a gold a bouillon. bouillon. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Um, I think I have creative license to pick the bouillon. Got it. Pasta? Got it. <laughs> Got it. Um, great. Okay, yeah, cool. No. Do, and do you ever that's go – That's one of the real domestic partnerships that I've uh, learned in my first year of marriage yes. is um, marrying how you guys both like to eat. Marina is very thoughtful with meals. Yeah. And she is when she buys groceries, they are four meals, and yes. so like each it's each one is like a piece In- of like some architectural thing that's going to come together. It's all for a blueprint. Intentional. I'm usually yeah. swinging from the hip. Yep. I'm getting like 19 bags of pasta. Yep. Um, and like just like real dumb guy stuff. So to now shop with like real ingredients is like I'm learning about like all the nooks and crannies of the grocery store, yeah, which is really nice. So do you have so with that experience, do you have an aisle that you now get geeked about? Like I get geeked about oyster crackers. Do you have sort well, of something that I mean? Tell me. At my heart, I'm still that cookie guy. Yeah, you're I'm a double stuff. Lie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. L- I'm looking at the double stuff. I'm looking at the chewy chips ahoy. Um, oh yeah. I am looking at the chewy chips ahoy with um. 
M&Ms. I am looking at the Entenmann's. Yes. Um, there's just a lot of youth yeah. on that wall. Vienna Fingers. Do oh, you remember the Vienna stop Fingers? Stop it. Do I remember? I remember with pleasure and with glee. Oh, absolutely. Oval in the wild. Those were oval in the wild. Those were full ovals in the wild. Yeah, absolutely. Nutter Butters as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I could – I mean we could plant ourselves – in the in the cookie aisle forever. I mean, forever, mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe we talk about in the third act, which we're approaching now. And uh oh, here comes another <laughs> act break. <laughs> What do we? What, maybe we should laser in on the Trader Joe's experience too, because there's like capital S supermarkets out yeah. there. But I feel like Trader Joe's has like so it's gone a, its own specific route, its own lane completely. They're its own thing. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, so maybe we do Trader Joe's in the third act, cool. or at least try to, and we spend the next minute or so trying to figure out Adam. Okay, we played Zach. We played Muzak. Hopefully, in the first act. Yeah, hopefully. Yep. <laughs> what now? What now? What is mu- what's Muzak adjacent? I wonder if we could play Nintendo game theme songs. Oh yeah, you think that those are any more public domain than music? I wonder. I do not. <laughs> I do not. I think they are owned by companies. <laughs> companies who have email addresses and will find ours somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about like a, a like a timpani or a gong? Oh yeah, that's nice. I mean, a timpani is that like nice sort of like like profet- like a drum that to me uh, communicates profundity and and, epi- mm-hmm. and epicness. And and this mm-hmm. conversation about supermarkets and double stuff Oreos and oyster crackers and bouillon has been nothing if not epic. So mm. I think that good connective tissue. Good yeah, connective tissue. maybe just a good old gong for the bouillon. Okay, this is going to be a timpani gong for the bouillon. <laughs> Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We're talking supermarkets, and that was the sound of a tippany or a gong. I guess we'll all find out together. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's hard uh, when you're hosting a show. Well, it's not hard, but it's mandatory that you like put on a smiling face and you stay motivated and you say, like, that was exactly how we wanted it to go, or at least you <laughs> present with that energy. But to have to say excitedly, okay, this is a tippany gong for a bouillon. <laughs> It felt like I was faking some of it. Like I did it. <laughs> I wasn't as excited. Yeah, I have to it say, felt manufactured. Yeah, it felt totally. a little manufactured. And how a could it not? Gong for, for a, a bouillon. <laughs> like that. It's not a phrase. That doesn't. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Even it's just some no. words that we had previously said. Uh, yeah. my, my my mother Susan, a uh, friend and fan of the podcast, she was uh, very delighted by the fly buzzing and the uh, herd of buffalo sound effects. Damn! I wish we knew that in the first act. We could have just ran it back. Ran Another it back for her. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we could have done a whole new fly and a whole new buffalo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're still figuring out the act break music. Um, so please, um, Yolanda Vega, Rihanna, anyone who listens to the show, reach out to us and uh, and help us yeah. figure this out. Yeah. On that note, Adam, one um, on the Discord, people were pretty supportive of your idea about uh, users submitting some of their own music. That'd be great. I mean, like, that to me is a no-brainer. Absolutely. I mean, uh, sure, that that would be great. So please, uh, if you're musically inclined and listen to the podcast, send us some of your work, and, and uh, we'd love to play it on the show. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good idea. Adam, I think I have an, a good idea. Oh, as great. Well. Okay. I think it's been in front of us this whole time. Okay. And I think it, it directly correlates to an issue that we've been facing um, – as as the calendar page has turned into 2021. Yes. 
you and I don't have advertisers. Marty just doesn't seem to care, doesn't seem to answer our phone calls, doesn't seem to hear our begging and complaints live on air on the No Joke podcast. Marty is just persona non grata right now. Okay. So our approach to advertising has been we'd love to have multiple advertisers always coming in, you know, uh, advertising on the show, giving us some money, and we'd have a couple of them in rotation at all times. Yep. I'm starting to think that we need to change our approach. Okay, let's rethink the strategy here. I'm thinking, as opposed to a thousand advertisers, I think we just need one advertiser. Oh. I think we need to be No Joke Pod presented by dot, dot, dot. Love this. And I think the obvious choice is No Joke Pod presented by Borset. I mean... Uh, yes, yes, a million times yes. Yeah. So that is goes without saying. Uh, Billy and we I would are... Be a, we would be a podcast that was run on deli meat. We would get paid by deli meat. Jesus. We would probably get free deli meat. We would be advertising deli meat, not just any deli meat, our Boar's favorite head. deli meat. Yeah. Yep. Oven roasted turkey. Give it. Boar's head. Give it. Come on. Send it. Yeah. Send it. No Joke Pod brought to you by... Boar's Head, or, of course, Brother Printers. Of course, Brother Printers, obviously, our second favorite brand. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm a fan of this idea. We don't... Why mm-hmm. Why take the pressure off, Marty, for having to cull and search and hunt and peck and find all these advertisers? We just need the one big white whale. And our white yes. whale is made of oven-roasted turkey. That That's is the whale. Right. <laughs> our white whale is white meat. <laughs> Exactly. And exactly. so we've we've clearly learned that Marty, one third of the co-founders of the Headgum Network, yeah. um, just doesn't care, doesn't seem to listen. <laughs> but we have people who care, and we have people who listen. Yeah. And this is us begging to thee, please, out there, please. We need you to tweet at Boarshead. Yep. Saying, please present, please, all caps, present the No Joke Pod. Yes. Please, yes. in all caps, advertise on the No Joke Pod. Absolutely. We need to have a meeting of the minds between their white meat and our white whale. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that would be a match made, frankly, in heaven. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I don't think anything would be more appropriate than that. So I'm fully on board with that idea. If we can go out and snag our white whale, which is made of mm-hmm. white meat, as you said, uh, and mm. we can have uh, Boar's Head presents the No Joke podcast. I would even go so far as to say it could be called. Uh, we, we, we're, we're, we're shameless. We will plug Boar's Head as yes. much as it, as much as need be. It can be Boar's Head presents the No Joke podcast presented by Boar's Head. Um, good. You want you say we could sandwich it. <laughs> sandwich it. Lead with the Boar's Head. Yeah. Show name. That's right. Finish with the Boar's Head. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What about if it's just called Boar's Joke or <laughs> No Head? <laughs> <laughs> the Boar's Head, po- the Boar's Head Boys. Yeah, Wait, I mean, look, okay, okay. Oh. I think you just landed on something. We're the Boar's it's Head Boys. The Boar's Head Boys. Boys. Yep, yep. We knock on people's door. We do podcasts. This could be a brand, Adam. It could it's be the Boar's Head Boys. I'm happily. I would happily for all any Boar's Head execs out there that happen to be listening mm-hmm. right now. I, Adam mm-hmm. Lustick, will happily mm-hmm. intertwine and weave my personal brand into yes. the brand of Boar's Head with pleasure. With pleasure. With pleasure. With yeah. real pleasure. <laughs> With with pleasure. <laughs> Last episode, Adam, we came up with a fantastic holiday that ha- occurs on Seven Eleven, and that holiday is called Slurpus. Slurpus, Merry Slurpus to you. What if we confuse our two brands? The Boar's Head Boys present Slurpus, Slurpus. Twenty Twenty One. I mean, 
It sells itself. Seven Eleven, Boar's Head. I mean, the combinations just sell themselves. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, we're we're onto something great here. Uh, so great idea, Bill. Uh, wonderful, okay. wonderful idea. Capital idea. Thank you. Uh, and I would yes. say to anyone out there in the nation, uh, anyone who knows a boar or has access yes, to or a, has a head, head <laughs> please let them know that uh, we are uh, shameless and we will um, we would happily happily invite them into the no joke experience uh, as our as our one exclusive advertiser and presenter. That would be great for us. Boar's head presents no joke presented by Boar's, boar's head. head. That's right. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. All right. Well, it is the third act of Boar's Head Presents No Joke, presented by Boar's Head. <laughs> and today we are talking about supermarkets. Yes. On that note, Adam, are you getting cold cuts um, from your Instacart deliveries? Because that is um, almost 50% of the reason I go to supermarkets for myself, is well, to just get more cold cuts. Exactly. And this is the perfect thing. Like, no, we're not. Like, not, we're, Damn. We're, we're, we're not really. I mean, like, we're You're not, not making homemade sandwiches. Uh, occasionally, occasionally. I mean, like, mm. just, uh, but, but that's not like in our sort of like week or like weekly or biweekly sort of like grocery order is like, um, sure, is uh, our cold cuts and main and also that relates to the Trader Joe's of it all because maybe I'm mistaken here, but like one of the thing and you were saying that like there's grocery stores, there's your Vons, there's your Johns, there's your Sprouts, there's your Whole Foods, etc., Hannafords of the world, but then Trader Joe's carved out their own their brand yeah. new own lane, and I think part of that is like they do not have a deli or dairy counter that's just not part no. of no like no and they and they don't sell popular brands it's all trader joe's or in a um in a um they call it like trader jose's yes exactly canceled uh, yeah which th- almost got canceled i think like just made it at the last second okay okay um yeah it, it did strike me as a little uh, uh strange that they were like trader ming's for chinese food i was like that sounds wrong i don't yeah, that think one that, went, you... that one went too far ming was too far that was a bridge like, trade those for the italians it was like, it was like hey, okay. you're sliding scale of these traders <laughs> Of a pro- of propriety of appropriateness, Trader Mings sure. was far beyond the pale. Uh, yep, yep. We all learned from Trader Mings. <laughs> I think so. Um, so Trader Joe's, uh, and as I've definitely d- we've discussed in the podcast before, we are Maggie and I are are again pre pandemic Trader Joe's loyalists. Uh, mm. That was our go. to How would you describe the Trader Joe's experience? It's not like it's like very comfortable, but like casual, but also like really efficient. It's very efficient. I would say it's it's friendly and ca- casual, friendly above all things. Hawaii. They all wear Hawaiian shirts. That's fun. They all. They all ha- genuinely seem to enjoy being there. That's what I mean. It's got that in and out vibe where it's like the employees are so happy that you're like, is this sincere or are you drugged? Because like, mm-hmm. like most of them have carabiners and like cool brown boots. Yeah, it seems like a pretty wonderful like work culture. Uh, like in yeah. general, in general, it really yeah. does. Um, mm-hmm. And all their food is yummy. It's all great. So like, it's all delicious and like all their. But yeah, they've really gone for like the we only carry our own brand. We are Trader Joe's. We are both like physical brick and mortar stores. And we are lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We are our own lifestyle. That's bold. Super That's bold, bold. but it, pay, it pays off because once you completely buy in to the brand, it's like, oh, they make this now, and I'll do that. Exactly. And that's another good reminder to Boar's Head that we're looking for a big, bold partner. Please. So, again, bold choices pay off. We could be sitting on a Trader Joe's like empire, Boar's Head. We're, with we're, Boar's Head Presents No Joke Presented by Boar's, Boar's Head. Head. We're looking for an advertising partner as bold as your delicious and scrumptious pepper turkey. As bold as wow. that. Wow. That's the second turkey we've listed, and we know other turkeys. We'll get to them later. <laughs> we know other turkeys. Um, I yeah. have the Trader Joe's in Silver Lake 
um, has about a 30 line, 30 person line to get in. Yeah. And you see it and you're like, oh God, all right, it's going to be like, oh wait. But once you get in, Adam, it, you're like a it's paradise. Willy Wonka's. I mean, you oh, have yeah. space. One thing, and I think I've talked about this before. I have body dysmorphia in packed Trader Joe's. Yes. <laughs> my shoulders feel like wings on a plane trying to land on a highway. Oh, my and God. And it's just like, I'm going to, like, take down streetlights as I walk through this Trader Joe's. I just feel way too big. And all this space, it's like that Seinfeld episode where Kramer repainted the lanes and, like, they were, like, two times too big. And everyone just had all this space. And they were just, like, cruising in their lanes on the highway. Repainted the That's how I feel. And I'm like, I'm fine, actually, now with these new rules. I'd be fine with taking, like, you have to wait outside until it's your it, it that is one of the nice things about grocery shopping in in the, these covid times it's just like the thinned out the thinned out herd when you're in the store itself is pretty lovely and i can imagine that it really helps with your dysmorphia because i know how you feel about your big broad shoulders and i know how you feel about <laughs> i know how you feel about feeling like a jumbo jet in the highway i get that yes i am on the i am on the cusp of apologizing <laughs> like i have an apology on the tip of my tongue just walking through trader joe's most of the time I told- and then you you satchel me with with a little basket that's now like 10 more inches off the side of me. I'm a mess. I am a bumper boy. I think I'm certain we've talked about how I ran over Elijah Wood's foot twice. twice two times. Two times. Yes. Yeah. I am I am dedicated and I'm energized um, in the supermarket. I move uh, quick. Let, let, me, um, let me ask you this, Billy. It's in the way. Let me ask you this uh, on that on that vein of, of kind of like practical strategy. Are sure. you – uh, I'm assuming that if you're when you're grocery shopping for you and Marina, that it is mm-hmm. enough groceries to warrant a cart every time, not a basket. Mm, I've been basketing. Interesting. I've been basketing most times. Interesting. Now tell me about that. Is it because handheld? It's idiotic, Adam. It's tell me idiotic. why. Idiotic. Yeah. <laughs> I should be basket. I should be carting. Yeah. No question. The amount of food I have. I am the guy who like gets one box of cereal, and now I'm missing fifty percent of the surface area of my basket, the- and I still haven't gotten anything else. Right. I'm balancing everything on top of the basket. Right. It's just I should be getting the cart, and I always go basket. So tell me why. What's is it that it's just you're a creature of habit? Is there any sort of conscious stubbornness there like i'm just gonna make this work i can make this work i i think that i have been uh so i've performed so poorly with indoor carting before (laughs) that like i'm like i gotta shrink my size (laughs) i can't i can't it seems like this I is take a, up too much space. This is an Elijah Wood-based decision. It kind of seems yeah, like. Yeah, between the shoulders and Elijah, I can't really have a cart in the store anymore. So now I just have to, like, make these sand castles in a basket and, like, just try and balance them as I walk around. And it's mania because I always get eggs last. Oh. So now they're just, like, on the top of the castle trying not to fall Jesus, off. Jesus, the most fragile thing on the tippity top. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear One you. One thing in talking about strategy, though, um, that I do realize that I do – is that I'll go to one end of the store and I'll usually just sweep it all the way left That's smart. to all the way right. That's smart. I'm not usually like that lane, then we'll go four lanes to the right, then two to the left, then all the way over to produce, back to produce. Smart, None smart, smart. Yeah. 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 You yeah. want to kind of like, you, you, yeah, you, there's, a, there's a method to that. That makes a lot of sense to me to do that yeah. that way. Yeah. There's something very like Xeroxy about just like starting on one side and slowly the line just makes its way all the way over to the other side. Now, do you when tend you're there, to- you're like, I've got it all. So you tend to begin with produce and end in dairy? Is that what I'm hearing? Is that like if the eggs come last or you sort of do, – do you begin? Dairy is usually lined up against the back wall where I'm from. Right. So <laughs> I'll start on produce and then kind of keep grazing across dairy. Kiss dairy at the end of the aisles. Kiss yep. dairy, yeah. Kind of like shaking hands and kissing babies <laughs> with dairy for like a couple of aisles. That makes sense. And then we end up in the bread. 
end up in the bread, end up in the cold cuts, and we usually end there. Yeah. Um, now, Billy, you famously um, have uh, an, an amazing rapport with deli men all over the country and world. Uh, do you? Do you? Uh, how is your kind of in these COVID times? How is your? How do you feel about your kind of deli uh, deli worker chatter game? How's your sort of small talk deli man small talk game coming along these days? Uh, do you feel Weird. like? Muted. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's muted. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> We're both wearing masks and I know they're working hard and they have a lot on their mind. So we'll try and pick up their spirits. If It's more like read the room. You got to read the they, room. Yeah. If they if they have a pep in their step, you know what? I'll 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 support that. Here's pep. Pep, pep means pep. pep in their step. Yep. I'm not going to say, uh, why aren't you smiling? Yeah. <laughs> not, that, that small talk is out the window. Out the window completely. Yeah. Do yeah. you tend to bag your own? Do you tend to mm. when when you go when you're going through the register? Do you tend to hop in there and sort of like uh, t- again, a, again? I read the room. Read the room. Gotta I, read I, the room because yeah. sometimes there's someone is there and they're kind of low key there to keep talking to the register person, right. just like having fun there. Right. And if I start doing that, then their hands are going to be free and they're going to have to start a new task. And really, we know that low key they're just trying to hang out. So hang out. Sometimes well, I'll just let them back. To me, that's one of the most fun parts about grocery store experiences is that like it is like the kind of uh, cash register worker bagger dynamic and relationship is mm-hmm. often so intimate and they're often talking about like work gossip or like who at work they mm-hmm. do and do not like mm-hmm. or whatever and like when they get off and how many what days are you working this week etc yes. that that is a yes. that is great for an eavesdropper like me like yes. i that is give me that especially in a year where we've been deprived of um eavesdropping on gossip. strangers oh baby right give me right. oh you don't like mario the, the the night manager why why not oh he's weird interesting okay you're working so wednesday the take, yeah the take Takeaway is that Adam uh, hasn't been to a supermarket in a few months. Yeah. And the thing that will probably bring him back is how much he misses that supermarket gossip. I think that's right, Bill. That the oyster crackers. I think you're right about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, our act breaks today, Adam, were Muzak and it was a gong in support of Bullion. <laughs> Would you say that that is Better or worse? I know we haven't heard them yet than a fly and buffalo. Did we improve or did we recede? Oh, man. To me, it feels a little bit like a plateau. I can't say that we mm. made a plus or minus. It feels a little bit on the same page in terms of uh, randomness. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we're just going to have to keep keep thinking here. Okay. Yeah. Just one way out, and it's going through the through. fire. It's we're through, buddy. To, all right. Well, exactly. what was the phrase last time? It was like, we are something, we are something, we are podcasters. We are, victi- we we are, are victims. victims. We are the downtrodden. We are downtrodden. <laughs> we are podcasters. <laughs> that is so absurd. <laughs> and that's how we'll end today's podcast. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.